Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to The Pemberley Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another really super duper exciting episode of The Ladies' Choice. We're still going strong. Still going strong. (laughs) A lot stronger than I thought we'd be going, but it's fine. I'm fine. You're fine. The game is fine. Yeah. We're good. I think we were just discussing this, how this game could have ended when it was revealed that Amesbury is the society swindler and we're, we just accept him for that and we like live happily ever after mm-hmm. but you know there's so many twists and turns in this world so many so much drama so much happening and there's like just kidding there's a copycat yeah we're like whoa did not see that coming no so we're just gonna keep rolling with it yeah. because it turns out so i mean recap really? <laughs> recap it really could have ended with, I'm the swindler, and we're just like, great, I accept you for who you are, a yeah. weirdo who likes to run around in a cape. Like, you I know. can live with that. Everyone that's has a fine. thing, and that's your thing. And then it's like, there's a copycat who shot somebody, and we're like, whoa, well, that's not you. That, who is it? And then we think it's Mr. Montfort. Who may be in love with us. We think that's the working theory, is but that also, he's in love with us. But also, he kind of hates us, so I don't know where he stands. But, like, Darcy hated Lizzie, or, like, she thought, he, like, gave the impression that he hated her. Like, I think he's just shy around but every human, and so he, that, like, doesn't know how to get girls, well, so he's mean to them. That was the difference, was, like, he was mean to us not that much to our face, but, like, this guy's, like, repeatedly mean and rude to us to our face. I know, so. he was like, how come you don't come here to see me? Yeah, and she's like... like Oh, are you in love with me? And he's like, don't be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that is it. He's like, no. I'm no, don't. how dare you? Insults. <laughs> You're ugly. That's his defense mechanism. Perhaps we should find out yeah. by uh, continuing and with this actu- game. Well, actually, before we do jump into playing more of this, we do want to just remind you that there is a survey that you can take as we uh, gear up to do more episodes of this podcast. If we, as we jump into Emma Approved, we want to make this podcast podcast even better Mm -hmm. so if you could please take the time to take our survey you can go to tinyurl.com slash pempod that's p-e-m-p-o-d and you can also find the link to that on our social media in the description of this podcast so different ways you can find it feel free to take it whenever you can and you know that's just definitely your input's going to help make this podcast better it's really fast and all you have to do is talk about your opinions yeah like super easy you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) all right Speaking of opinionated people, let's dive right in. Mr. Montfort, does the society swindler really hold such interest for you? See, that's what makes me think he loves us, is he's like trying to figure out if she like is really into the swindler. Desdemona, I do not know what you, Mr. Montfort, you do not need to be so coy, Miss Potter. Indeed, I wonder how he holds such sway over you when you protested his use of violence with such abhorrence. Or maybe a gunpowder burn was not enough to turn you against him so. Oh, he's doing the opposite. He's trying to get her to fall out of love with the swindler. Well, so what's happening? Then he doesn't know what? You're does ba- he know or I, does he not know that Lawrence is a swindler? Because if he thinks that we're in love with both the swindler and with Amesbury, then he's like trying to drive us away from the swindler. I don't. Well, uh, here's the thing. I think he totally knows Amesbury's the swindler. He knows. I don't know if Amesbury knows that he knows that he's the swindler, but he definitely knows. Am- or, um, Montfort knows. So it's like, it's this whole triangle trifecta of like, 
we all know, but we don't know how far we know. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's. I'm just gonna keep reading the conversation yeah. so we don't have to keep spinning our heads yeah. like this. I frown, uncomfortable and annoyed with this line of conversation. Lawrence, ah, sorry for keeping you waiting, Desdemona. Oh, he always walks in at the worst times. <laughs> Thankfully, Lawrence strides down the stairs to stand between us before I make a reply. I would regret. Lawrence, and what do I owe the honor of such a visit from you today? Desdemona, I was walking in the park with Arabella and Ernest and wondered if you would care to join us. Your house was not far from where I left them, so I thought I would call in. Lawrence, I am most glad you did. I have been cooped up in this house all morning. A walk would be most welcome, especially one where you are my partner. (laughs) Aw, I love how he says that right in front of Montfort. I catch his gaze, suddenly most glad I decided to call upon him. Mr. Montfort, is that such a good idea, Lawrence? Who asked you anything? Live our life. Mr. Montfort's words break through our captured gaze. (laughs) Mr. Montfort, did you not promise to write your family this afternoon and update them on your progress in town? You're so dumb. Are you actually making sure we're calling our mom? Isn't that like, we're going to take a walk for like maybe an hour and then we'll be back. Like, what's the big deal? It's not like people had things to do back then. Oh, a letter's going to take all afternoon or whatever. I mean, how long's a letter to? Whatever. I Anyways. <laughs> I've never written one. Lawrence. What? You've never written a letter? No, actually, I totally okay. have. But, like, I guess I don't know what the deal is. Well, I mean, if you think, like, even Hamilton, like, would write these, like, page-long letters of, like, updating people. Because, I mean, there wasn't constant communication, so it was, like, you're updating people on, like, your life for the past few months. And so, yeah. yeah. I mean, it could take a while. I guess, you know what I was thinking of when I said no is I was thinking of Ryan Hamilton, Happy Face. Remember that comedy special I showed you where he's like, we don't write letters anymore. It's very funny. Uh, Lawrence, well, yes, but you know how I'm not a stickler for those kinds of refinements. Yeah, exactly. His disapproving gaze shifts to (laughs) land on me. (laughs) Like, you're the bad egg here. Mr. Montfort. As your choice of company would attest, Lawrence Pierce. Oh. Mr. Montfort, please excuse me. I have much to attend. He then gives a sudden bow and leaves with hurried steps. Lawrence, I apologize for my friend. He has not been himself at all of late. Do you think that's because he's in love with us and that's why he's not himself? No, but maybe this is like how Jane felt when she was with Bingley and like Darcy was so disapproving. Yeah. This is how this is this how that way felt. Does Demona? He does seem a little unusual. Lawrence. He has spoken much less than usual and seems rather distracted. Mm. I had hoped your new friendship would inspire him to participate more, but the mention of you only seems to darken his mood further. What an idiot. He just said that to his face. Like, it's weird. He's been so horrible lately, and it only gets worse when I bring you up. Why would you say that to us? Just be like, uh, he's having a bad, like, he's, you know, he's having a bad week. And, like, this society's been, like, really tough on him. And, like, no one likes him. Not be like, for some reason, like, when you walk in the room, (laughs) he, like, hates being in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, it's weird. Like, when I bring your name up, he recoils. Yeah. 
was like the weirdest thing. What's up with that? Ugh, he's too honest. You're such an idiot, Desdemona. If you would prefer to stay and see your friend. Okay, there's only one <gasps> right answer to that. Lawrence, no, if he wishes to be a bore, then I say let him. I am for fresh air and good company. Okay, yeah, there was only one right answer to that. Desdemona, then shall we head to meet the others? Lawrence, indeed, let us go. We managed to meet up with the others without incident, all of us pairing off as usual. Okay, well, what's the point of that? Like, really, have we really been gone this long and he hasn't asked us to, or he hasn't asked Arabella to marry him? Like, can you <laughs> well, stop? they were expecting, I think they thought it would be much faster too, who knows? Whatever. Lawrence and I walk a few paces behind Arabella and Ernest, who I cannot believe are still so full of energy after walking it's for like so long. like nervous energy. <laughs> it is. For a while now, I have been telling Lawrence of Ernest's attempted proposal and my clumsy entrance into, like, into the middle of it. Wow, I bet they can hear you talking about them. Lawrence. Oh, I do feel for the poor colonel, Desdemona. As did I, along with Arabella, who has been so happy for his attentions. Lawrence. I doubt she will have much to worry over. Any man who seems as in love as the colonel is will certainly try again. Desdemona. You sound as though you speak from experience. Lawrence. Not experience, no. But... Maybe it soon will be. Ooh. Ooh, Desdemona. I understand the meaning to his words, the realization making my stomach flutter and my heart skip a beat. He takes my hands in his, drawing me to a <gasps> sudden stop on the path. Oh my. Lawrence, I realize I often speak lightly on many topics, including those close to my heart. But you must know, I would never jest about my feelings for you, Desdemona. <gasps> What I feel for you is so powerful, I fear it may consume me at times. And I would be happy for it to do so if it meant I could have your heart in return. Is he? Desdemona, Lawrence, what? He swallows hard, stepping so close it makes my pulse race. Lawrence, I took on the role as the society swindler because my life held no meaning. There was nothing to give me purpose. But you have given me purpose. Having you in my life would give it such meaning that I could fill a hundred novels and still not fully express it. His words spin in my mind, my fingers clasping his tighter in uncertain excitement. Lawrence, <gasps> Miss Potter, what I am asking is... Arabella! No! Come along, Desdemona! No. Mr. Amesbury! No. It is growing dark and we really should be going... Well, fair's fair. Fair's fair's fair. Look at his face. Look at how much, look at how stupid he looks. Shut up, Arabella. I have a moment. And I'd be like, I'll be there in a minute. (laughs) I like literally like wouldn't, why is everyone interrupting each other? Just like, Like, shut up. Can't you take a hint? (laughs) You finish your sentence. Finish your sentence. He takes a stumbled step back. Glancing over his shoulder to where Arabella called to us. Ugh. Lawrence. I feel suddenly much more attuned with Miss Cur- with Colonel Foxley. Ugh. Why are you guys just like letting these just interruptions? Like, stop. Okay. Stop it. Okay. Arabella. Will you? Oh, not Arabella. Desdemona. <laughs> Will you? Will you? Night settles in faster than expected. Okay, I thought they were going to be out for like a little bit. I like know. night is settling in. Night settles in faster than expected and we end up walking through the remainder of the park in near darkness. Uh-oh. I sense a copycat on the horizon. Lawrence's arm settles about my waist as we walk, keeping us steady through the gloom as we try to stay on the path. Arabella. Ah, I think I see the main street just ahead. 
There is a collective sigh of relief. Are they lost? Are we lost? I don't know what forest are we. I know, like we're in, we're in Bath. (laughs) There is a collective sigh of relief. The cold beginning to settle upon us as heavy as the dark. We make it only a few steps further before a shadow blocks our way. What? Well, we know it's not Amesbury, so he's right right here. It's so Oh my god! I knew it! I knew it! I knew it! It was so good. Here's so clearly Montfort. I knew it. I just, like, I didn't know how right. Like, I didn't expect us to be this right, you know? Because it's clearly him. And you know what bothers me about this? These guys don't look anything alike, and people are still, like, mistaking them for each other. He wears a mask. Oh my gosh! But their jawlines are different, and their skins are different colors. Catch up the listeners. The society swindler has appeared. Again, Mr. Amesbury standing right next to us, not in costume. And it is very clearly Mr. Monfort <laughs> in the getup of the society swindler. It looks like he like, doesn't look, that's have his, a cape. That's his cheekbones. He that's has his... the mask. He has the hat. Do you think he's going to try and touch us? Like, <gasps> that's what Amesbury did. Is he, like, used it as an excuse oh, to, like, so wrong. touch our hands and touch our shoulders. That is so wrong. I know. Ugh. He's actually packing heat. See, I barely believe my own eyes as I stare at the society swindler before us. Not the real swindler. This must be the imposter. I glance at Lawrence, seeing the shock on his face as he also must be realizing that the man before us is a fake. You're well, all, yeah. You're all stupid. <laughs> like, it's, it's not you, right? <laughs> like, you're all idiots. <laughs> imposter swindler. <laughs> oh, I love it's that. so on the nose. Imposter swindler. I what love the, hen- the heavy hand yeah. of this. <laughs> what a surprise to come across a group such as yourselves dallying in the shadow of the park. He do you exactly? Do you really were. like not recognize your own friend? He's doing this on purpose. I know, but does Amesbury like not recognize well, his best friend? Well, he's not going to call him out probably like in public. But he should anyway. I mean, Mr. Montfort hasn't called him out in public, so why would he do that to his friend? Imposter swindler. I was going to say Mr. Montfort. (laughs) (laughs) Men and women of good sense would never linger here after sunset. Ernest steps before us all, his stance wide and protective. Oh no, oh no, if he has a gun. Okay, Ernest, you are a menace that will no longer be tolerated. If I had my weapon, sir. (sighs) What the hell kind of, like, soldier are you that you, like... Are you're in your get you stand before everyone and like saying if I had my way <laughs> you're in your uniform like isn't the sword part of the uniform just lie be like I have a sword I've got it somewhere yeah. <laughs> well, it must be in my other pants Ernest <laughs> you darling idiot. <laughs> If I had my weapon, sir, I should. Imposter Swindler, you are far braver than any I have encountered yet, Colonel. Stupid. But do not be foolish. The imposter raises the gun he holds and gestures it at us. And unlike when Lauren stopped us as a swindler, there is true danger around this man. Mm-hmm. Imposter Swindler, these things are quite unwieldy. I would not wish for an accident. The colonel doesn't move, but his shoulders hunch in obvious uncertain tension. Imposter Swindler. Now then, let us move on to payment for the safe pa- for your safe passage from the park. Fear coils through me as the imposter's gaze searches through the shadow and lands on me, his focus intent. Oh snap. Imposter Swindler. Ah. There you are. Oh my god! Lauren shifts before me, half hiding me from view. Imposter Swindler. Now now, my good man. 
He casually pulls the gun a little higher. Oh my gosh. I must have a moment with her. Oh my gosh. Lawrence does not move, his arm sweeping behind him to push me further back. Tension prickles as chill as the night air, and I realize I must do something before anything terrible occurs. Choices. I don't want anyone hurt, especially on my account. I feel that. I refuse to give you anything. Now let us pass. I like the bravado of it. Gentlemen, please, this is all rather unnecessary. Okay, well, that sounds like you're kind of like minimizing the situation. Get yeah, we're gonna get shot. I will give you a moment if you promise a safe passage. I feel uh, like yikes. me as like myself would do the last one, like just as long as you don't hurt anyone. I don't want anyone hurt. I know. I don't want I feel like hurt. the first and the last one are kind of the same thing. Yeah. But like the, but the last one. But do we want to give him a moment? I feel like the first one is basically giving him a moment without saying I'm giving yeah. you a moment. Let's just so give him a moment. Yeah, all right. Desdemona, I will give you a moment, but only if you promise a safe passage after that. Imposter Swindler, I would not wish to harm any. Especially not on your account. Okay, then oh. why are you holding a gun at us? Can you I explain s- that? Yeah. I step out ready to reach towards the false swindler, only to be stopped by as Lawrence reaches for my hand. Lawrence, Desdemona, you don't have to. Desdemona, he only wishes a moment. I shall be fine. Okay, well, you don't know what he's going to yeah. do, you idiot. We, we, offered, no. we offered the moment. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah. Desdemona, you must let me do this, Lawrence. It is a long moment before he gives a small nod as of his head and steps aside. With the decision made, the false swindler moves closer towards me. The others are reluctant to move aside, but do so as he once again grips the gun in threat. Okay, you can't be like, Ugh. I promise I'm not going to hurt anyone, and then like still point the gun yeah. at us. Like, that's pretty counterintuitive, What's this dude. game? Okay. He pulls me further away from the group, obviously hoping to not be overheard. He's like, I just wanted to kiss you. <laughs> Imposter swindler. This is a most wise decision, Miss Potter. I tense a little at the use of at his use of my name, uncertain how this fraud would know of it. You're all stupid oh, and blind. Oh, she doesn't realize it's Montfort. They're just, all stupid and blind. I just realized that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That they don't realize it's it. It's only obvious to us. Oh, okay. Desdemona, you asked for my time, though not eagerly. So what do you wish with it? I gasp as his arm slides about me, tugging me closer towards him. Oh boy. Unlike with Lawrence, there is no chance for me to move away from him as his, as he clasps me tightly around against him. Imposter Swindler, apologies for the proximity. I would not do so unless required. Please. His tone shifts from the strong commanding one from before to something much more tense. Wow. Imposter Swindler. I only wish to show, to show certain people the fickleness of a woman's heart by stealing yours. Oh, snap. See, so it is so like he, he doesn't think that we're good enough for yeah. Lawrence, which like just talk to your friend. <laughs> well, I mean, so clearly he's trying to break us up, but I guess what I'm still trying to figure out is like, what is his motivation? But, but he's telling us, I, guess, I wish to show the certain people the fickleness of a woman's heart. So he's like trying to make us look bad. So does he think like we're only attracted to the swindler? I don't maybe know. I don't know. This is stupid. Maybe and convoluted. so. I think then Mr. Montfort doesn't know that the swindler is Amesbury because he thinks that we are in love with two different people, oh. and if we like go for the swindler in front of Amesbury, that's a good point. Then he's like, "See, she's not as committed. She's to you. into the swindler, yeah, not, not you. you." Choices. It has already been stolen by another. My heart would never be swayed by actions such as this. Then you will be sorely disappointed. I kind of like the last one. Yeah. I stare up at him, unable to see any features beneath the heavy shadow of his hat. Stupid. Desdemona. Then I am afraid you will be sorely disappointed. My heart belongs to another and has done 
and has done for such time. Whatever. <laughs> Grammar. Grammar. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Who needs it? He is quiet for a long moment before he tightens his grasps even further. Imposter Swindler. I find women adore such gestures as these. I cannot believe it has not swayed you even a little. What, that he's We're like pulling us closer to attracted him? attracted to you. Get you idiot. over yourself. Ew, this is like one of the, ugh. I feel like, like this is you like. You just gotta like grab a woman. Like she's gonna love you. Yeah. No, you he idiot. like learned about, where did he learn his moves? Like <laughs> also it's, he thinks that like the moves is what makes the attraction yeah. rather than like the person the behind it. And yeah. we hate your guts, so. His voice softens, sounding like velvet as it washes over me. Oh, Testimona, get a grip. Get a grip. Don't woman. admit that. <laughs> you have one job. You just told him that he can't sway you. You know. Still, I can sense the reluctance in his voice and cannot fathom as to why he is doing this. Desdemona, you would believe a woman's love to be turned so easily? You believe this to be romantic? I'm unsure whether to be more shocked or offended. Desdemona, how dare you? I'm glad some. I'm glad we said it. I struggle to free myself from his grasp, but he seems too lost in confused thoughts to notice. He's like, wait, this didn't work. <laughs> My plan didn't work. I thought she would be into She's this. She's really in love with Lawrence. Oh <laughs> like, what an idiot. Imposter swindler. I need only hear a small confession of feeling from you in this moment. What? I do not believe your feelings to be so true for Lawrence. Not so quickly. Oh, so he thought we, like, so fell he, too hard too fast? Yeah. You're literally. an idiot. You are not suited. You're an idiot. His happiness is at stake. The match cannot be allowed. You're stupid. Wow. A voice suddenly breaks through our tense discussion, and we both glance sideways to see Arabella striding with purpose towards us. Save us, Arabella. Arabella. Desdemona has been more than generous with her time. Now let her go. She's far braver than yeah. Colonel Foxley. Yeah, he's like, oh man, if I only had my sword. <laughs> Imposter Swindler, my payment was for her time, not yours. Please move aside, Lady Ashbourne. She does not, and instead only advances closer with Lawrence and the Colonel following her. Arabella, I shall do no such thing until you unhand my friend, you brute. You brute. Desdemona, Arabella. She suddenly grabs his arm and makes to yank it off from around me. Why did we even bring wow. guys? In apparent instinct rather than intention, he flinches away from her grasp, taking me with him. Ooh. Arabella only follows, and I attempt to yank myself free as she grabs at him once more. I am worried. Mm. In the following scuffle, the false swindler trips back, his arm pulling free. His gun jerks <gasps> in his hand. Oh, snap. Someone's gonna get killed. Oh my gosh. Oh my oh gosh. Oh my god. <gasps> Desdemona. And Rebella. Oh my gosh. Why is she not waking? Oh my god. We must get her back to the house. Oh my god. Arabella, please. Oh my god. I will go for the physician. Oh my god. Please wake up. Ah. Arabella. Oh my gosh. Dot, dot, dot. Did we straight up just lose Arabella? Did she just die? Did she just die? I did not think the game was going to do this. Where did we choose wrong, Yolanda? What did we do? I mean, she's the one who pulled on him. <laughs> like, I literally can't. We can this. only control our choices in this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I literally can't. I like don't want to go on, but I like really want to go I on. I know. Johnson, the physicians are with her now, Miss Potter. Okay, so maybe she's not, like, dead? <laughs> no, no, I think she's fine. I mean... 
I glance up at Johnson as he approaches. Having half collapsed onto the seat in the foyer as soon as we arrived home, Ernest had carried, I mean, he was there when the gun was invented Mm -hmm. because he's so old. Ernest had carried Arabella back, clutching her to him as though she were the most precious thing he'd ever held in his life. She had not moved or awakened the entire time. Johnson, Miss Potter, Desdemona. Yes, thank you, Johnson. I swallow hard, glancing down at my lap and frowning at the crimson blood staining my hands and dress. Johnson, she is strong. She will pull through this. What kind of hard left did this, like, game just take? I thought we were, like, trying to figure out if Mr. Montfort was gay. And now now this has turned into, like, an episode of Degrassi. He literally just did that because he was like, I didn't think you were actually in love with my friend. I know. That's why he did this. And now Arabella's probably going to die. I can do little more than nod in reply, afraid that the emotion I have so far quelled will burst forth if I speak. Johnson moves away in silence, disappearing into the servant's stairway and leaving me alone once more. Lawrence and Ernest were doing what they could to arrange for a search party to find the false swindler. So he just bounced? What an idiot. He probably ran away. But none of us seemed barely able to function. I flinch as footsteps sound down the stairs, glancing behind to see Lawrence move into the foyer. I stand unsteadily from my place and stare at him. He says nothing, and for a while neither do I. Mm. I open my mouth to speak and... As I'd feared, I cannot form words past the tears that finally break free. As my knees threaten to give way, I feel his arms hug me tight, hug me to him gently. Oh my, this is such a beautiful photo. His fingers curl into my hair, his other hand embracing me closer. They're both crying. I grip his shirt to stop the trembling in my fingers. Tears streak over my cheeks, my body shaking violently. He continues to hold me, both of us embracing for what seems hours. A couple of tense weeks pass, the physicians unsure of Arabella's condition. They can do little more for her, so leave her to my care. I tend her every day, trying to ignore the the paleness to her cheeks and the labored rising of her chest as she breathes. She does not wake. What? I am thankful for Lawrence's presence during that time, offering help and comfort every day. Ernest is also a constant figure in our house, his fear for Arabella weighing on him heavier each day as she does not wake. But then, one day, Desdemona, Johnson! I scurry down the stairs, finding Arabella gone from her room. Desdemona, Arabella is... Johnson, in the drawing room. (gasps) Desdemona, what? Johnson smiles, possibly for the first time in weeks. Johnson, Lady Ashbourne is taking tea in the drawing room. What a lady. I do not respond, fleeting hope taking hold within me as I rush into the next room. I stumble to a stop in the doorway, staring at my friend sat on the sofa, a teacup clutched, a little unsteadily, in her fingers. Arabella. Good morning, Desdemona. Her voice is somewhat strained as she fully rested against the back of the seat. But she is well! Yay! Woo! Choices! Hug her. You shouldn't be moving around. I should not be surprised that even such a wound could not hold you back. Or I am glad to see you awake. I'm glad. I mean, either hug her, but or I'm so glad to see you awake. I'd hug her. I cannot form words. Too many emotions tightening my throat. 
Instead, I rush forwards and fall into the seat beside her, wrapping my arms around her shoulders. I swallow down the overwhelming relief as she hugs me in return. All right, well, we're going to stop here because we just kind of had to see what was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> my goodness, it was so dramatic. How was really jarring. That was really intense. I'm not okay. I was worried that, like, when they said, like, she didn't, she hasn't woken, she hasn't woken up. I was like, is she never going to wake up? I and thought like, it was going to happen like that. That would have been too sad. I would have been so sad for Colonel Foxley. Either like kill her right away or get like, so, but this is good, this hope, but like. So she's fine. She's recovering. She's recovering. I like, I'm not okay. Like, I didn't expect this game to affect me like this, Yolanda. The thing is like Mr. Monfort, the fake swindler is still on the loose. Like he just, he ran away because one he realized his mistake that like we weren't just attracted to the swindler mm-hmm. it was that we do love lawrence mm-hmm. and he just shot someone and he panicked and ran away this guy's a mess and he needs to leave he needs to go to jail yeah he needs to go to jail <laughs> attempted just, murder just literally attempted murder she almost died yeah I don't know where we go from here. I like don't even, I can't even think of like that kitschy thing we do at the end. I know. Like, Will Arabella live? I mean, she did live. <laughs> she lived. I mean, well, I guess we're going to see what happens next as Arabella recovers. Basically, and- how long until we figure out that Mr. Montfort is the swindler imposter? Like, whatever. Tune in to find out. Tune I'm in not next in that, time. I'm not in the mood. The lady's choice. <laughs> the lady's choice, yeah. See you guys around. That wraps it up for this episode. Check out our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Pemberley. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Pemberley. And if you'd like to talk to us directly or have any questions, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. And to support the podcast, donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thepemberley, or leave us a review on iTunes. That helps other people to find this podcast. You can find links to all of these pages on our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com, where we also include links to anything we mentioned on the show. Thanks again for listening. Bye! Bye.